I don't know why Dion's going out with a high school boy. They're like dogs. You have to clean them and feed them, and they're just like these nervous creatures that jump and slobber all over you. Ew! Get off of me! Ugh, as if! All right, welcome back to the podcast. Old Millennials Remember Movies. I am your host, Angela Yoshiko, and today we have a special guest host, not Tyler Wilson, who's also here. Oh, I thought I was just not getting introduced. <laughs> yeah, I was about to just let just continue on without Fine, you. I'll just leave. I, I'll go upstairs. So Tyler's here, and then our special guest, recently married, Fallon. Hello, everybody. Hello. Fallon Anderson. Yes, Fallon. Give the full name. Anderson. Yes. There you go. Yes, we just partied hard at your wedding a few days ago. We did. Um, and I think we all survived. Okay, we're doing great. We are doing great. And today we're going to talk about Clueless. Yes. Yes! We are talking about Clueless. This is one of Tyler's <laughs> favorite movies. It is up there. But I'll let you talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear more. <laughs> okay, so before we talk about Clueless, let's talk about what we've been watching recently. Fallon, what have you seen recently? So, <clears throat> I recently I watched Clueless earlier this evening. In what? fact, you watched it tonight? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> nice. So it's fresh on it's your mind. It's very fresh. Um, and then after I watched Clueless, I still had a few hours before I was going to come over here. So then I watched The Spy Who Dumped Me. Yes. And I mean, I don't think I'm super discerning in my movie tastes, but I loved it. I laughed a lot. I didn't cry, which sometimes is unusual for me in movies. This um, is Mila Kunis and mm-hmm. um, Kate McKinnon. Yes, she's, she's great. She oh is. God, I love her so much. She's so funny. It's on Hulu. I don't know why. You, it's it. on Amazon right now. Amazon, Amazon yeah. Prime. You need to watch it. And sure. also, it has. I have no idea how to say his name because it's weird and like Gaelic or something, but. Um, Sam Hewen from the Outlander TV show. Oh, yeah. oh, have you seen that? Um, yes, and I've read all the books like <sighs> at least eight times. And Ooh. God, he's hot. So is that a show that you okay. watch? Okay, one of my coworkers told me, "Oh my God, the Outlander books are so good." And I tried to read like the first chapter of one. I was like, Boy, what? "No, you, you need to have give it more time." Huh? Have you seen the show? No, because I'm like, if this is anything like the book, it's gonna suck. Okay, they're both amazing. Do you ever <laughs> only watch the first, like, five minutes of a TV show and then yes. stop watching? Yes, I do. Okay, those you probably do, but... Anyways, it's, it's... I have... I've come to a point in my life where I've given myself permission to quit shit that sucks. You know, that's fair, but I, I am here <laughs> to tell you, as somebody who reads a lot of different books... It's worth it. I it's a book it series a that time. I have read probably a minimum of eight times all the way through. I and those are this. fat books. They are a thousand page books. Yeah, I was like, this is a big and commitment. People, and people like that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, fine. It is hot. I can't remember. Are we uh, allowed, to, allowed to curse? Yes. yes. Okay. Fuck, so sex. he's fucking hot <laughs> and <laughs> they have sex and it's like, I'm not really like, a, I'm, that's not normally my thing, really. Oh. But not not because I don't like that, but because I, I don't know. It's not it's maybe not TV. My thing, so you definitely. Okay, if I've got your attention, <laughs> you need to fucking watch. It's good. <laughs> Should I read the book first? You don't have to. I mean, I enjoy the book. If you're not, I mean, it's a it's an endeavor. It's an undertaking, but uh, to me, it's worth it. I don't know. But like, when did you first read the book? Is this because you read it when you no, were like? No, these are po- these are you're no. It's, it's not like Fifty no. Shades of Grey. These are like no. Well- no. Well-liked books. They're well-researched. They're his- yeah. I mean, they're, as, yeah, exactly. as much as you can take a historical fiction and make it historically ac- accurate, like, in the opportunities that it has to be accurate, it is. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. It's like, oh, it's like, 
It's you don't like, like a period piece, kind of. I don't know. Maybe I just, I love it. Out. And this I is think coming from someone who you you read so like she reads a lot of like nonfiction. Like, uh-huh. She reads more than I do. But yeah, I know, so and I I know that you do that, but I don't know. It's worth a shot. Okay, it's good. The the TV show's good. The movies or the sorry the books are great. Um, and I did not read them first when I was like twelve. That would be strange. Although I did read a bunch of weird Stephen King books when I was twelve, but. Um, no, I think I first read we it, did. like, in my mid-twenties. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, this is a movie podcast, not a book con- podcast. There's a, there's a Stephen King movie out right now, so there you go. It's true. It I haven't too. seen it yet. Yeah, I but haven't seen, it, I haven't seen it yet. You didn't see the first? Did you see the first It? Yeah, I did. I haven't seen the second the one. The first It was really good. It was. I didn't I, see it. I didn't see it. I haven't seen the second one. I haven't either. Are there V.C. Andrews movies? They are. They're all terrible. They're, like, mm. made-for-TV stuff. Oh, fantastic. Bummer. I know. Okay, so Spy dumped me. Okay, so and, it was ooh. good and it was funny and okay. it had that hot guy in it. Yeah. yeah. That, was that all that you you watched Clueless? Um, I watched Clueless. I did, um, I, as I mentioned earlier, I'm typically a rewatcher and I watch The Office like over and over and over mm. again. But recently I did watch uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral, which is the Hulu original that's, I think, written and directed by Mindy Kaling. Mm. That's like, it's... It's 20 episodes, and I think it's, like, it's inspired by Four Weddings and a Funeral. The movie from the... Yeah, from, like, the 90s that has Hugh Grant. So, of course, I did watch that recently because I was watching the TV show. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was, uh, you know, obviously you can do a lot more with 20 episodes than you can with an hour and a half movie. Yeah. Um, But it's kind of focused on being, like, more diverse. Like, a lot of the characters are... Um, Indian, and there's, like, um, some gay characters, and there's some focus on, like, immigration issues in the UK, and, um, but, you know, I mean, the focus of it is really, like, the relationships between all these people, and, um, with their friendships, and their parents, their relationships with parents, and with romantic partners, and, I don't know, I thought it was really well done. I liked it. I like Mindy Kaling a lot, um... I liked her movie that came out late night, that's on Amazon Prime now. I want to watch that. It's good, uh... We watched the Mindy Project mm-hmm. tell toward the end, and then I, for whatever reason, we just kind of tailed off on it. But yeah. um, I like her a lot, though. Yeah, I She's agree. A smart writer. She's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. And then Tyler, you've watched a bunch of stuff. Well, yeah, okay, but we, well, one thing I'll talk <laughs> about first. We have a guest, so I'm not. We'll go on to all this stuff. But you and I, we <laughs> we red boxed. Yeah, that's right. We red boxed. That's Ooh. still a thing. Oh yeah. If you want to get a dollar ninety nine rental or whatever, dollar seventy five, and you want to watch Men in Black International, that's the only way. You if pay you for don't it. want to pay the extra dollar to rent it online, and I think it's important to not spend that extra dollar on Men in Black International. I legit don't think I have a DVD player anymore. What? Oh my god! <laughs> this what? podcast lives on DVDs that we buy on eBay <laughs> because they're not always streaming. Well, that's right. We'd like to have we like to have a pile available whenever something's uh, on streaming. I don't. Well, I don't want to purchase. Yes, we could rent something for like three ninety nine, but I don't want to. I want to own the DVD forever for three dollars, <laughs> save a dollar, and own the copy. It's fair. It's fair. I just I don't. If we have one, it's like in storage somewhere. Like I haven't. You know Tyler though. He's the son of a of a person oh, who likes whoa. to also collect. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> I uh, was gonna say hoarder, but that felt harsh. Mm-hmm. But I don't think harsh, your mom but... listens to this, she so. Listen, so it's fine. She's, she's a, a hoarder. Harsh, but accurate. <laughs> she's a hoarder. It's okay. No, but. I like to say she's a clean hoarder, though. She doesn't, like, hoard garbage. She yeah. just hoards stuff. Her house isn't, like, you walk in and you're afraid you're gonna get, like, Ebola or something. Or Hep C. Like, 
Okay. I mean, some days, maybe. <laughs> no. No. Um, no, but $1.75 rental was probably too much for men. Okay. It was really bad, and I love Tessa Thompson, and I love Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, you know, they're like that's what's so odd about it. They are have great chemistry in Thor Ragnarok. I was going to say, isn't she the Valkyrie, yeah. and he's yes. uh, and they have Thor. great chemistry yeah. yes. in that movie, even though they're not, and it's romantic. kind of the same thing, because they're not romantic, and they're not romantic in this movie either, ish. But it's it's such a stilted script. It's, it makes the the other Men in Black because the first Men in Black is really good, right? Yeah. The sequels are not, but it makes this one makes those sequels look great, and it makes you w- wish that Will Smith yeah. was around to like mm. carry the thing because it's, it's Th- not good. This movie forgot that it should be funny. Oh, it wasn't even trying to be a comedy for a while. It's just like this weird sci-fi thing. I don't know. I we did not enjoy mm. it for two actors that could have made it really yeah. entertaining. Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened there. It's bad writing. Bad. I'm glad I didn't go to the theater see it. Bad writing, but... bad directing. Mm. Let's see. Oh, okay. So most of my viewing has been on uh, this wonderful thing called Pluto TV. Oh, my God. Pluto TV. It's like I'm married to like a, like a 69-year-old I man. I love Pluto TV because Pluto TV <laughs> is like what TV was in like the 90s. There's a bunch of channels. There's lots of commercials, although it's always the same. So if you're watching one thing, it's the same two commercials every commercial break. So you see the same two commercials. Then there's like a blank screen because they don't have enough advertising. I love it. Maybe they want to advertise our podcast. They, oh, 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 my God. Hey, Pluto. Second sponsor. <laughs> so, yeah. Listen, Pluto TV has like, they have a game show channel that actually plays old game shows. Not like the game show network that plays like, what's make a deal or whatever. Wait, Who, like Jeopardy? Or, they, not Jeopardy. Or we're going older. We're going like Password. We're going like uh, Press Your Luck. We're going Supermarket Sweep, which is Supermarket Sweep. Do you remember Supermarket Sweep? No, no. Yeah. no. So anyway, they have various channels, and I enjoy watching all of them. But um, you are you like, are married to a sixteen year old. It's gotten to the point where I'll walk out and I'll be like, "What is this?" And I'll come back two minutes later. Something fucking well, right. different. There's, like we're watching TV because it's so dumb. Movies. And you're like, because "It's a movie." And there are movies that aren't like there are movies that were like on there that are not from just like the 2000s that's like tbs and tnt just play it's all 2000s and later movies Mm -hmm. they play older movies and that's fun they have a whole mystery science theater 3000 channel they have uh uh, get to it what did you watch okay so now they have a new james bond channel (laughs) and it's just like all the old james bond movies now i've like i already i know all the sean connery ones pretty well but i'm i've been kind of blind on these middle ones before pierce brosnan and daniel craig came along i haven't seen a lot of those so the ones I watched were The Living Daylights. All, keeping in mind, there's commercials every five minutes. Uh-huh. So it's taking you like five hours. Oh, yeah. I'm up all night watching these things. Um, and this is why you're not getting any sleep, and this is why you're not losing any weight. I'm losing some weight. So you because you're it. getting like five hours of sleep a night. Because you're up the watching Pluto. The wine might be causing some of that. <laughs> oh, my God. I only brought wine for one night. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So I watched The Living Daylights, which is Timothy Dalton's first James Bond movie. All right. And that, he's pretty, you know... He's I, pretty hot. He's pretty good, too. He is very much like the Daniel Craig... Very serious. It's a very serious portrayal. A lot of spy shit going on there. Solid movie. I'll, I'll, talk, I'll come back to that for a second. The other one I watched was Octopussy. <laughs> and, Such an objectionable name. Okay. So that's what, this is Roger Moore, right? And Roger Moore? And when I was watching it, I thought... Because, you know, I know he made several of these and he got old, right? I was sure watching it. I was like, this had to be the last one he did because he looks so fucking old. <laughs> He's so old and he barely looks like he could run around. There's a scene in the movie where, you know, he goes and meets Q to get the tech, right? 
there's a part where he's got a camera that's like placed somewhere on a watch and there's a camera or whatever. So then he decides while Q is talking to go grab the camera and then point it toward the secretary's boobs oh with her God. shirt. And then he does like a zoom in and out a bunch of times. I'm like, oh my God, like at least we've, we've come a long way. <laughs> Come a long way because when that we? was in that movie, okay. But octopus. So in this movie, there's like uh, he dresses up as a clown at one point. He wears a gorilla costume at one point, and he's so old. I thought for sure it was the last one. But no, he made another one after this, <laughs> A View to a Kill, which was on right after that. Oh my! And God. I watched some of it, but it was so I couldn't. He's like decrepit in that one. He's like limping around the movie. Now that being said, that one, those two, and the Living Daylights, they have some. I miss these stunts, man. There's, like, real stunts going on. You know how Tom... We love how Tom Cruise, like, hangs out of a plane? Mm. They have these scenes where there's, like, both the Living Daylights and Octopussy have scenes, like, in airplanes. And they're and obviously there's stunt people involved and there's some green screen. Right. He's not doing anything. But, like, it looks pretty good for, like, 80s stunts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, see? This is... like we give, true. We give Tom Cruise all this credit. I'm like, they used to do this stuff all the time. I wish we'd have more of these. But... So I enjoy it. Listen... And then what I also learned was that if you get the first hour in after you, they they slow the commercials down, so there's oh less my God, toward the end, Tyler. which is nice because then you're just kind of tired of seeing those ads. Yeah. Plus, you can switch between they have a Nick channel and on the Nickelodeon oh, channel they play all that. Are you afraid? All of that? Yeah. Oh my there's God. There's a new all that now, by the way. What? Which I have that not can't seen. be as good. Yeah. Well, Keenan Thompson decided exactly. to come back because why not? But well, yeah. He's always doing, yeah. But no, all that, are you afraid of our Clarissa Explains It All, which we've talked about I on this podcast. I love Clarissa Explains It All. Yeah, so no, Pluto TV, it's free. <laughs> yeah, I probably won't watch that many ads, though. My time is valuable. They I have an HGTV it. channel that is, like, very inferior to HGTV, but still not bad. Does it have more House Hunters International? Because then I might watch no, it. No, there's no House Hunters International. Uh, it's all this, like... It's a knockoff. We're oh. house searchers. <laughs> domestic. Fuck that noise. <laughs> yeah. I only care if you're looking for a house in Bermuda or oh, something. Oh, they don't get choices. Like, well, this is the one you're getting. <laughs> it's not. It's different. Lower budgets. They don't have time. All right, all right, all right. So, yeah. Well, I've been watching some other stuff, but we have a guest. <laughs> really? Because you did fight me earlier to mention identity. No, because only because on the 49th episode of Spectacular, we were talking about the 2003 movies that we could potentially do, yes. and that was one of them. Yes. And I just... So you cheated and you fucking watched it, so now you ruined it. I watched about half of it, because it was on Pluto TV. Freaking ruined it! <laughs> it was on you Pluto TV. You were supposed TV. to wait! <laughs> it was on Pluto and now TV. I'm kind of mad at you. Can I just... I want to... The one takeaway I had... No! Was, I'm going to give you a takeaway. It's, I'm it's mad at you! To, it's related to you. What? The takeaway I had... That's how was he gets that over. when it happened in the movie, I was like, Oh, yeah! Angie said this line of dialogue after we saw it. Like a thousand times. Do you remember what it is? No, I'm sure if I saw the movie, I'd remember. It's like literally the last line of the movie. I don't remember. It's a movie about like a murderer yes. that's yes. got multiple personalities, right? Yeah. It, does the does the words "whores" don't get second chances bring anything to you? <laughs> yes, and that's a great line. Yeah. You said it a lot. Just like the kid does, because it's a little kid. Because whores don't get second chances. I don't think that was me that was saying that a bunch. I think you're remembering yourself saying that. Anyway, it's a silly movie. That doesn't sound like something I would repeat a bunch. Oh, you did it all the time. To like uh, people I didn't like. Whores don't get second chances. Yeah. 
Well, anyway. thanks for ruining identity you for watch me. It. It's still, I, I, it's it's a goofy movie, but it played. I was enjoying it because <laughs> it's good. It's, I mean, it's just silly. It's the you know, it's silly, but it, I don't know. It was working. Oh my goodness. Peak. I mean, I love John Cusack, man. When John Cusack's on, which he hasn't been on for a while, no. man, he's good stuff. He is good. I haven't been watching anything. Men in Black International. Uh, yep. <laughs> no, I've been going to weddings, bachelorette parties, oh, eating food, working out. Oh. <laughs> uh, we are watching a Food Network star and MasterChef. Those sure. are things we watch. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Although we did make a commitment to eat at the table as a family, but sometimes we just don't like our kids and we don't want to eat at the table with them. It's <laughs> fair. But then they just bother us the whole time <laughs> when we're trying to watch these shows and eat dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, well. There needs to be a service where people come in and they eat dinner with your kids and then they put them to bed for you. They have <laughs> that service called Nanny. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yes. I don't think we have the money for that, but that's okay. You know who didn't seem to have a nanny? Clueless. Hmm. Whatever her name was. Her name was Clueless. That was her name. <laughs> Clueless Smith. They were super rich. <laughs> Clueless they were rich. Smith. They so, were very rich. Her name was Cher. Now. It's not that far off. <laughs> Clueless Cher. Rich. Speaking yeah. of, that's let's just jump into it. All we, right. We saw Clueless. We are going to talk about Clueless today. Uh, should we do high stats or what we remember we'll first? We'll remember it first. Okay. What do you remember? So this is the part okay. where we take a minute before the, we rewatch the movie and write uh-huh. down what we actually remember. And I can vouch that Fallon sent me, you sent me what you remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At 1.27 a.m. Yes. I was like, <laughs> and I think I was, I, I did not sleep well last night. I was up. I was like, oh, okay, I'm reading this in bed. You stayed, we watched the movie. You yeah. To your credit, you did, we got it done in one sitting. Yeah. Which is hard for you sometimes. Go me. We did it in nice. one sitting. But Strong you were, work. You mm-hmm. were tired. I was tired, but then I was awake, so sucky. Yeah. Anyway, so this is where we write what we remember. I saw this, what you wrote too, and I think it's a great shooting off point for the whole episode, so you should just read the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Do I read it? Yeah, you read okay. it. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> All right. So Alicia Silverstone is a rich girl in some Southern California town, probably Beverly Hills. Her father is a lawyer who apparently has high cholesterol, and I'm sure also diabetes, hypertension, and sleep apnea based on his neck circumference. And also, please pause, Fallon is a PA, and she's very <laughs> medically astute. Yeah. So she's diagnosing... <laughs> for the folks at on home. The screen. Right. For the folks at home. What is a PA? <laughs> Physician <laughs> assistant. For the so folks at home. it's basically a doctor. That's, a, that's not my joke, by the way. I, I took that. Um, so... <laughs> Also, side note, I was remembering the wrong person as her father, so he doesn't look like he has okay. all these things. Although I bet that he has hypertension because he's a lawyer who's angry and yells a lot. But anyways. Yes. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. Continuing. Her ex-stepbrother is Paul Rudd, who literally has not aged more than one year in the last 24. For some mm-hmm. reason, he still comes to her house to hang out because free food, I guess? Question mark. He is in college and smart, which I guess is pretty lame. Alicia goes to a rich high school with lots of rich kids who all wear terrible 90s clothes and bizarre hats. She doesn't have a boyfriend, but her best friend is Stacy Dash, who was never in anything else of relevance that I am aware of, and who has been forced in more recent years to make herself more relevant by making some odd, embarrassing political statements, but I can't remember what they are. <laughs> Stacy, Controversy. Yeah. Controversy. Controversy. <laughs> talking politics. Sorry. <clears throat> Stacy's boyfriend is Turk from Scrubs, yeah. but he has braces. <laughs> I think they are doing it, which is a big deal. Anyway, the movie. Pennywise. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, this has a lot more context than uh-huh. I realized when I wrote that. 
Um, anyway, the movie centers around Alicia's hunt for a boyfriend. She pursues some guy who is very clearly gay, but eventually realizes she is, in fact, in love with Paul Rudd, which is okay because he's her ex-stepbrother. Mm-hmm. I guess I should also mention that she does try to perform some community service projects, but I'm not sure if this movie would, in fact, pass the Bechdel test. Also, Brittany, something who sadly overdosed several years ago, it might be as many as 15 years, time is losing its meaning as we get older, is in it as a girl named Ty... Good. Spelling, don't know. I think you got it, actually. (laughs) And I remember that I thought it was the coolest name for a girl at the time. Anyway, she is initially dressed in overalls, but then she gets made over by Alicia and Stacy, and then she is the shit. The end. Yeah. That's a very good Pretty much nailed it. So, when you say that a tie is a good name for a girl, and you, you know a guy named Tyler, <laughs> what are you trying to say about me? <laughs> <laughs> Number one, I don't go by tie. I don't like that. So, if you want to piss Tyler off, like, hey, Ty. She doesn't even call me Ty, because I don't know. Oh, my gross. Gra- no, I can't My grandma say Rosemary that. and my dad were the only... My dad's still alive, but he's, like, the only person who uh, still calls me that. I do like to call you Tyler Wilson, and that seems to also bother you. It bothers me a little bit, yeah. Because it's just, like, formal. around the house, I'll be like, Tyler Wilson. It's like, we don't need to get this formal. We're in our own house. <laughs> I think this just came at a time in my life when I thought, like... Uh, gender neutral names were very cool. Like yes. I remember thinking Jordan was a cool name for a girl, mm-hmm. and like other ones, yeah, Ryan, <laughs> yes. those, You know, it just was like that was a cool it's thing so edgy at the time. And yeah, cool and exactly. rebellious. It's very good. It was probably short for like Tyann, but whatever. Who even knows? I know. mean, they're... that's a great description that that covers a lot of the things that. Uh... Yeah. Did you want to read what you remember, or mine's real brief? Okay. It's pretty close, though. I'm just okay. gonna say, and uh, I say Alicia Silverstone. I don't care. What I don't know. How does she want us to say it? I have no idea. I don't know. She thought, uh, she's a vegetarian. Though. Let's just call her Clueless. Brittany Murphy is a new girl, and she's super weird. Murphy. Clueless and her awesome black friend help to make her cool, <laughs> learn some life lessons, and Paul Rudd is in this movie. This is a great movie, but I'm tired and I'm forgetting some stuff. That's what you wrote. <laughs> Those are all true things. All true things. So I'm glad I, what I wrote is, uh, I didn't do, I wasn't going, I know, I, I didn't go over the plot or anything, because I, I figured <laughs> that someone else might do that. But I said, Clueless is a movie I've seen probably too many times. It was on constant HBO loop in high school. You're so fancy. Oh, humble brag. Humble brag. Humble high school, everybody. You're a rich kid. You're rich, have a lot of money. And look, whenever it was on, whenever I turned it on, I would watch it to the end no matter where it was, okay? I know large passages of dialogue by heart. Alicia, I say Alicia, I guess. So or Alicia, Alicia Silver. No, who knows? Alicia Silverstone gives no joke. One of the best performances of the ni- best performances of the nineteen nineties. Cher is one of my favorite movie characters. Boom. Damn. Yeah. That is high praise from Tyler Wilson. Let's keep in mind that's, that's what I said before. I watched it again. Maybe I changed my mind. Oh shit! Spoiler: I didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's still great. It, she actually was pretty good at it. <laughs> so let's uh, let's hit those high stats, and then we'll get into this movie a little bit. Okay, high stats. Clueless, nineteen ninety five. What was it rated? PG thirteen. PG thirteen. An hour and thirty seven minutes. Perfect length. Perfect nineties length. That is a very nice length. Came out July nineteenth, nineteen ninety five. Summer film. I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah. What did you think it was? I have no idea. I don't think I saw it in the theater. It was written and directed by Amy Heckerling. She's great. I don't know who that is, Let's but... Click on her name, maybe you learn something. Oh. <laughs> Whether these are links in here that yeah. I can actually yeah. click? That's how the IMDb works. That's how the internet the works. The internet movie database. Database. Um, what else do you want to know? 
What was the box office? How much box money did it make? Office. What's your guess on how much budget it took? It probably didn't cost very much. Thirty million, twenty what, million. What's your guess, Fallon? I don't have any realistic perspective of any of this. Um, ten million. Close. <laughs> you win with the Price is Right rules. Price is Right rules. Sure. Twelve million dollars. <laughs> oh my shit! Price Damn. <laughs> it grossed, grossed in the U.S. fifty-six million. It's a good return. Worldwide gross also fifty-six million. Sure. Uh-huh. That's odd. It rent well. What was the worldwide gross? The same as the uh, U.S. It was not distributed internationally. Then they're like, it's mm, a very American movie. They're like foreigners aren't going to mm-hmm. like this. No, they wouldn't. I mean, it's very American. Oh, yeah, rich culture in America probably wouldn't play. At least in 1995, it wouldn't. No. Not like crazy rich Asians now. I'll tell you that. Well, that was a delightful movie. It was. It's good. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So it was a hit. I remember it being um pretty well received and people liking it on video because i don't i don't think i, I didn't see it in the theater in 95 we would have been in mm, middle school fifth, sixth grade yeah i don't think i saw it even right away but i remember seeing it and liking it and then yeah like i saw it before it was like hbo loop but when it was on an hbo loop man whew, couldn't get enough i didn't couldn't have hbo but i did see the clueless tv show a lot we'll get into that clueless tv show because it's a little interesting footnote to that little this whole <laughs> thing but uh <laughs> Um, yeah, so I just, yeah, I saw it a lot. Do you have any memory when you saw it the first time, Fallon? No. No, it was a high I school, don't. you think? Or? No, I mean, I, I I imagine I probably, I had a friend who was like kind of, this was before we moved to Coeur d'Alene, but I had a friend who was more into movies and stuff than I was. And I imagine I saw it at her house. Mm-hmm. That's the same place I saw like Dumb and Dumber and a bunch of other movies that came out around the same in that same kind of time frame ish, I don't really remember. To be honest, I don't. I remember seeing it more like once it started looping on other things. I don't think we didn't have HBO because, well, your we house were, was nicer. <laughs> we Fun so fact: cool. Fallon and I we know each other at least from later <laughs> stages of high school ish. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You you both had Nickelodeon. We did. We did, did have not. Nickelodeon. We had ABC, MSG, You know what? You, you try to ride your, like, oh, my parents are poor, but, like, whose par- who's parents are doing, like, your parents got money. That's why they have money now, because <laughs> yeah. they were like, fuck well, you, they didn't kids. Get cable, like, no <laughs> There's show. three of you. <laughs> You're all on your own, assholes. Whatever. Saving our money. <laughs> Sorry. You had HBO in, in this house for, like, three years. I don't hear it. I know, and we didn't even finish Westworld. Well, oh, man, I wasn't very good in the second season. So, <sighs> so frustrating. <laughs> anyway. Right. So, so do you remember? About? Did you remember liking it when you? First I, saw I do it? remember liking it. Yeah. I mean, I've I, I don't. I doubt I've watched it as much as you have, but I think I, I've probably seen it in its entirety, at least maybe five to ten times, and it's just not been fairly recently, really. Okay. Well, let me. All right. Go ahead. I'll try to tell you why I think it's great, <laughs> <laughs> and then we can talk about the rewatch because I think that probably colors a lot of our attitude about it a little bit. I, and I still feel this way, so I can still say this. I, I just, like, like I said in the earlier thing, I just think that Alicia Silverstone's performance is kind of unmatched. I'm not sure anybody besides her in that moment in this movie could have given this performance. And what I mean by that is that it's, it begins, she's very shallow. <laughs> she's not, like, a, a good person, but you like her anyway from the start because there's clever writing on it. Mm-hmm. She's it, The, the comedy's coming out of it, and she's in, endearing and sweet in a way, while she's still being completely shallow and probably a little insensitive to everybody around her, right? Mm-hmm. But then the way the movie, like, but well before, like, the actual turn toward the end where she's, like, we're being told very clearly that she's made changes, 
the movie is always kind of putting her, you in her corner mm-hmm. and getting you to like her and like the little things about her as much as like Paul Rudd realizes it as the movie goes along. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a remarkable thing. And a romantic comedies try to this all the time and they rarely can do it the way that this movie does. Mm-hmm. I think that you really start to like her and believe this character is something more than she is on the surface right off the bat. And I don't think it would work without just like a really funny, uh, just central role. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love it. I, she's so funny and endearing. And I obviously, when I was younger, I had just like a massive crush on her, mm-hmm. but that's okay. But, um, you know, less that now, but she, yeah, I just think that it's just, a, just one of those, like mo- one of the most underappreciated performances of the nineties. Cause I mean, she got famous because of it, but she did. Yeah. I mean, that's still, I think I would say that's kind of the movie that she's, most yeah. iconically known for. I mean, I've seen her in other stuff, but not... She wasn't... No one remembers her from Batman and Robin. That's for no, sure. Oh, boy. True. She's bad in that movie. And but, nobody, nobody's good in that movie. Well, no, no. <laughs> but I, I just like how it is this thing that... Uh, uh, like, the absurdity of, like, the night... Because I, I think that they were making a movie... Amy Heckerling was making a movie that was deliberately big on its 90s-ness on purpose mm-hmm. because we were kind of pointing a finger at it. But then it, like, kind of, like, scales back. Like, even what Cher, Alicia Silverstone's character, wears, like, tones down as the movie goes. Mm-hmm. And it becomes this other thing. And that's what I really like about it. And I, well, I like a thousand things about it. But that's the main reason. So, yeah. Angela, do you have any memories of this besides... What, what are you doing? I was reading. reading about Amy Heckerling. You gave me an assignment. You said <laughs> oh, click okay. on her or read about her. <laughs> and then IMDb wouldn't open, so now I'm reading. She's done a lot. Yeah, she's great. She's done a lot. I'm I'm aware. Why don't you read it off? She did her first feature film was uh that one. You literally have it open. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> yes, that's her. Yes, that's yes. And then she's done a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, great writing. Look who's talking. Mm-hmm. Epic. She's involved in the. She National involved in those Lampoons, sequels, though? European Vacation. Oh, that's not the not the good one. But that's okay. <laughs> Look who's talking too. I know. Those are, well, yeah. I love them both, a, and I don't care. <laughs> you, but do you love Look Who's Talking Now with the talking dogs? Less. I love it less. Yeah. You know, John Travolta plays a pilot in that movie, though. Oh, it's, lo- probably, it's probably why I like it so much. It's going to be your favorite. She also directed one episode of The Office. Which episode? Mm. I don't know. Come on. It should say. Don't make me call Billie Eilish. She'll tell me. <laughs> she did. Did I ever see the movie Vamps? I don't know. With Sigourney Weaver, Alicia Silverstone, and Kristen Ritter? Probably saw it. Hmm. Okay. No, that's later. That's a late thing a because Kristen Ritter's one. pretty young, right? That's Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Yeah. And uh, Jessica Jones. She also has a sexual misconduct allegation. Uh-oh. Well, everybody does, but um, yeah, okay. Great. Everybody does, but we can't ignore it less when it's a lady. No, that's true. What, well, I don't uh, Chris Kattan from SNL claimed that Lauren Michaels uh, pressured him to have sex with her so she would direct the 1998 film A Night at the Roxbury, although she ultimately did not direct it. She produced it. Okay. Her daughter disputes that claim, saying that while they had an affair, it was when the film was already shooting. Listen, Uh. let me just say something about that right now. (laughs) Nobody can believe anything that Chris Kattan says. I mean, I want to... You're going to believe Mango? Not going to believe Mango. I mean, okay. Like, rules are you're not supposed to, like, question a victim, right? But, but like it's Chris Kattan. Like, in what world is Lorne Michaels saying, hey, Chris, you need to go have sex with this lady so she'll direct your movie? Why would you... She don't want that. Chris Kattan. And plus, if you're Chris, Chris Kattan, Kattan, why... 
why wouldn't you just be like, all right? <laughs> Tyler, that's so sexist to be like, oh, because he's a man, he definitely just will have sex with no, anyone. I'm just saying that that's what men. If I mean, if he was available, that's just. I'm sorry, that's sexist. just men. That's just what men. Sexist toward men. Yeah, it is. It can be sexist towards like, men. What? Yeah, I'm okay. It's with a that. thing. You're like, yeah, <laughs> I don't have a problem. I just feel that. like we can't defend or we can't fight sexism and gender stereotypes unless we fight it on both sides. Come at me, bro. But anyway, <laughs> this is this is a podcast about movies, not <laughs> Chris Kattan. Huh? It's a podcast that's, about that's life. news to me. I never heard that. I never heard that story. Well, now you have. Um, and just so y'all know, Amy Heckerling directed Hot Girl, the sixth episode of the first season. Oh, good job. Oh, that's a, well, that's one of those early ones. Yeah, it is. That's Amy Adams is the hot girl. It is Amy yeah. Adams is the hot girl. Yeah. She came back for a couple episodes in season two. She but... did. She, mm, she didn't fit in well. I was glad when she has gone. Well, she wasn't, she wasn't Amy Adams yet. That's for sure. No. And the no. office wasn't the office yet until season two. No, you're right. It wasn't. So, there you go. Foundation. Anyway, Clueless. I don't remember sitting and watching it, but I remember the movie super well. So, I think my sister loved it. She was five years okay. older. So she would have been in high school. So here's a question mm-hmm. I have for both of you then. Mm-hmm. Because I think on the surface when you turn this on, first five minutes, definitely seems like it's going to be a certain type of movie about a certain type of girl that I would mm-hmm. not necessarily think that either of you two would be like, oh, I like these kind of people, and therefore... <laughs> so I'm just curious kind of I what mean, that reaction is mm-hmm. when you well, see it. Well, there is a part of me that has watched all the episodes of Pretty Little Liars. Oh, well, I know so... you have. <laughs> I mean, I know you have. I think that you knew that it was supposed to be a parody from the get-go. I mean, right. even just looking at the cover of the, like, what would have been the VCR or the VHS box at that time, like, right. it looked like it was supposed to be funny. Like, mm-hmm. um... So, no, I mean, I don't think that those are the type of people that I would have been attracted to hanging out with or knowing, but, or that I would have had the opportunity to know. It's different than, like, other coming-of-age or teen comedies Mm. in that we are, I think, meant to kind of laugh at this culture, but that's why I think the magic trick of the movie is so good, because eventually Mm -hmm. you come to like all these characters anyway, including the ones that are Mm -hmm. overblown, because, like, her friends, Stacey Dash and Donald Faison, Mm -hmm. they're over the top, like, with their... Oh, yeah. Their relationship is very over the top. Stacey Dash looks... 10 years older than oh, she, well, she, she was. Totally so, does. And she was. She was oh, like she was? 35 when it she filmed. Oh, my lord. And Alicia's like, she was like 18 at yeah, the time. Yeah, not bad. Maybe she, she wasn't 30. That's why like Stacey Dash is wearing those giant like, hats, though, Because they had to cover that she was like 30. Yeah, you okay, look her at hats were like, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. This doctor, like, it looked like Dr. Seuss was yeah. part of their, like, costume crew. Right. And maybe it's a less that it, you know, it's less teens of that type. And maybe we all collectively in 1995 or the 90s knew about, like, rich culture in Beverly Hills. And so mm-hmm. that played a factor into kind of like the gateway into watching it and how it's like oh we can laugh at these characters maybe mm-hmm. but Amy yeah. Heckerling did spend a couple of weeks at Beverly Hills High School or whatever to research oh boy teenagers yeah well what did you think so it must be factual so <laughs> you know knowing I mean what's great about it right off the bat this movie has like the first scene is one of the first scenes is her like getting her wardrobe picked out on that giant computer with, the, like, the 1990s uh, <laughs> I do not remember that. Yeah. It's right in the beginning. This is I know, like, I yeah. didn't remember This is your jam. Oh, when so, you saw it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did write down, how does she have a touchscreen computer already in 1995? Like, <laughs> I was so baffled. Rich. And she's, she's like, rich. pushing on it. It's like, bam! You would have to push yeah. on it. It's from 1995. <laughs> that's what you'd have to do. Yeah, just... <laughs> it was awesome. That technology did not exist then. I don't care not how rich us. you were. I don't know. I don't know. I, that was I, when I saw that. I was like, "This." 
Angie, this is her favorite kind of stuff. Because, I mean, you were tickled just watching the entirety of the net when we did that episode. Just because I love all technology. I love 90s technology. (laughs) This was pretty incredible to see that. And then the cell phones are you know, big with the antennas, and that's... I mean, I we had those a little They're bit, not so. that big. Not that and big, our phones are that big now, they just no, don't they have the are. antenna. I know, yeah. that that doesn't stick out. That That's what's... I mean, obviously the fashion really sticks out, but I think it's meant to. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed how they had a cell phone and a pager. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, that definitely seemed appropriate, because... Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. want to waste those minutes trying to call. No, 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 no. You just page somebody. Page someone. And this movie is... Um, also, just across the board, full of great bit supporting characters. Mm-hmm. Brecken Meyer is like the stoner, which is, I think, really good because it, it number one, like he's a joke and he's a stoner, but again, he's a character that we grow to like mm-hmm. later on. And then you have obviously Donald Faison, and you have uh, Stacey. So look, Stacey Dash, I think, is good in the movie. Yeah, I she think is. she's, mm-hmm. um, you know, that she she fills that role really well. And then she I does. think. Gen, like uh, the, the, all the adults are great. Um, Wallace Shawn as oh um, yeah, that the debate teacher, mm-hmm. and then I, what's the actress's name that plays Miss Geis? I have no idea. She's good she's too. funny. The gym um, teacher is hilarious. Twink Kaplan. Okay. Twink. Her name is Twink. Her name is Twink. Did parents hate her, or did she change it? I don't know. She that kept it for strange. that movie. And then, of course, Dan Hedaya as uh, the dad, which is another okay. just... Yeah, he's super familiar and not nearly as fat as I thought he would be. No, he's all over the place. He's a great character actor, and I I love his performance because he's, <laughs> he's yelling constantly, but he's also very caring. Oh, yeah, their relationship <laughs> is adorable. It's really good. They have a great relationship, and she takes care of him. Mm-hmm. And even uh, when the... Uh, He's talking about Paul Rudd coming over, and she's like, "But Daddy, like you're divorced." And he's like, "You divorce wives, you don't divorce children." Yeah, he's, he's actually like serious about yeah, that. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, oh, I like no. He's like my. I want to take care of him and all this other. Yeah, stuff. yeah and like, he also sweet. seems his. It's a good performance because in little moments you kind of he even though he's so distracted with his lawsuit, mm-hmm. he kind of knows a little bit of what's going on with mm-hmm. her. And Paul Rudd is like, "Well, why don't you go to that party, Paul Rudd, or why don't you yeah. do this?" And he's totally supportive of it, and it's like mm-hmm. not. I I love that. Yeah, no, I, it's cute. Like he's just he's busy and he's distracted, but he's still a caring father who clearly is. Did I mean? Apparently, her mother died when she was a baby. He's been raising her on his own from a plastic surgery with a, from a liposuction, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, probably with numerous like right. nannies and stuff, but still, like I mean, they have a really cute relationship that seems pretty close for. Yeah, well, the epitome of just, like, he wants, like, no, turn your phone off, we're going to have dinner with no phones. Turn it off. And then it's, like, gets a call. And, it's, like, and then they all get on the call, right? <laughs> Who knew that that would be the way it was 24 yes. years later? Oh, right. <laughs> that is very, I mean, only everybody's just bent over and texting yeah. or whatever. Imagine if they tried to make this now. It would be very different. No well, one would talk. They wouldn't talk to each other. Everything would be, be different now the if screen. they make it. <laughs> and, then, um, and then Brittany Murphy, who... Is such she's so you could tell why she also became a star mm-hmm. from this movie. She's cute, yeah, and it, just the way that she says like shit mm-hmm. is just her very unique. Is I don't know what the, what is where is she supposed to be from? I missed that part. I don't remember it saying she just comes in when they're like playing tennis, tennis and she's wearing like terrible teacher. overalls and her hair is this it's the Seattle crazy grunge. yeah, yeah. It, you know maybe that's where she's supposed to be from because she does have kind of like that grunge look but that's that's not a seattle accent <laughs> no you're tr- yeah it's Definitely true is not i don't know maybe that was just maybe they didn't put that much thought into it i don't know what it was but it it's so funny because yeah she says the word like oh shit <laughs> like in a way that only 
Ty from Clueless. Rolling with the homies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and she's got that um, uh, very relatable, just like reek of desperation. And uh, I I, obviously, when I was young, I was like, well, uh, if I'm a character in this movie, I'm Ty. So, (laughs) you know, like it made sense, you know. So she's really good in it. And like the transformation is is good. And it's also very minimal. It's oh, not yeah. like a major makeover. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not even the first plot because the first major plot, she just share decides that she wants to do something nice because she some for some reason whatever Paul, Paul Rudd said mm-hmm. bothers her, right? Yeah. And so she decides to get uh, Wallace Shawn and Miss Geist together, and that's just the start of it. So oh no, she, she does that because she wants to get a get good her grade. Job. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's and then, true. but then but it's then she addictive. Felt, she feels good because yeah. she's helping people be happy. And that's she's right. Like, oh and, boy. And I love how she like because her dad's a lawyer. She's got to negotiate for those grades. And all that's really. <laughs> good um the way she negotiates out of her uh um tardies one of them was like the what did she say like the riding the crimson rave and i was like can you imagine (laughs) saying that to a teacher a male teacher to any teacher i would never have said that to somebody like i would and Say she just that. says it out loud to the whole class. I know. It's like... And and then, that's what's funny, Say what though. you will about her debate um, skills, but, I mean, the way that she describes um, she immigration I was say, in regards to, like, the Statue of Liberty and what it says on the Statue of Liberty and immigration... It doesn't say RSVPs only. Yeah. I, like, said, this conversation about immigration is surprisingly relevant. Perhaps mm-hmm. we should try her argument. I know. <laughs> She's yeah. got a good point, right? The Statue of Liberty does not say... RSVP. I love it. Yeah. So, all that's really good, and it sets the tone. But yeah, it's a very leisurely movie. It does not go into a plot, per se, right mm-hmm. away. Like, yeah, Brittany no, Brittany Murphy, doesn't. I guess, is kind of the main plot, but they're not even shifts, because we've got... For a while. We've got that, and then she has her friend, who turns out to be gay, which I think is... We could get into that a little bit more, but... <laughs> um, so we have to talk about what I think is the funniest thing in the movie, which is all of the driving scenes. <laughs> so many. So good. <laughs> so terrifying right like <laughs> so she the one that she does with her drivers the driver instructor or the uh-huh, test, yeah the gmv oh my god because she's like she's very distracted and she's swerving in and out of <laughs> traffic she nearly hits a bicycle which i think is the funniest thing because <laughs> they're always she, in the goddamn way those they are and she <laughs> she sideswipes a car Oh, a park uh, they're like, oh, should I leave him a note? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then, of course, like, the coup de grace of this movie is, like, the freeway scene. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, you're getting on the freeway. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which was, this was my terror as a child. Mm-hmm. Was like, I saw this before I uh, could drive. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it. And then I was like, well, I never want to drive on a freeway. <laughs> That's he, what it's he like. He still doesn't. <laughs> I don't really like driving on freeways. Yeah. Often. I drive on freeways. I know, but like, who drives most of the time if we're together? You. You yeah. have to drive. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's still the funniest stuff in the movie, but... Oh that is... It, it perfectly encapsulates that experience of the first time you get on the fucking freeway, your first time, you're like, <laughs> like, all the semis are coming up on you, people you are, wanna... like, flipping you off, you're going, like, 30 getting on the freeway, and everyone's going 70, and you're so scared. But also, like, I thought neither of these girls had their licenses, they just have their, their permits. permits. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, in what state is a 15-year-old permit 
holder allowed to be like supervised and taught by i'm assuming a 15 or 16 well, year old Turk, i think is older and i think he, he has barely. a license yeah right? he's yeah. Supposed to have a license. yeah yeah but, but i don't know but earlier they're driving yeah also, but like california 1995 right they're just like whatever so, we don't care i know but the thing is in idaho even i don't think that that would have probably flown no. like when we were kids like this is Idaho. Well, we she, are behind. She's supposed to, because there's a couple scenes where she like has to have Paul Rudd in the car because mm-hmm. uh, he's older, and then. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's other scenes where they're just driving. Right, right. they're just Stacey breaking does. the rules. They don't care. Obviously, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, because her dad yells at her for that. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's so funny, and it like Turk Turk has two amazing <laughs> like to scream in the freeway scene is so good with his braces out <laughs> when, the th- when the semi comes up behind him. But it's, my, it's only my second favorite of his outbursts in the movie. There's an earlier scene when they're going to the party and they're he, he and Stacy Dash are bickering about something and the argument just ends with him going... <laughs> I'm not sure he has another character. I love Donald Faison, but I'm pretty sure he has one character Turk. and it's Turk and right. also... I can't remember this guy's name in this movie. Like, Turk. that's just, it's the same guy. Mm-hmm. It's just Turk. Oh, I know. It's so, it's, it's great. Uh, I, yeah, so all that stuff just still really plays. And, um, I think it probably plays, for, well, it plays for, as an adult because you're just like, you know that teenagers do this, but also, I mean, we were young, so it was like, yeah, that was scary. That stuff's scary. Yeah, <laughs> how do you drive a car? It's scary. <laughs> they make it look at a lot it's harder daunting. than it is in real life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that movie terrified me for driving Probably. then. I, I mean, like, she's not driving a stick shift. It's no. an automatic, and she's like, I mean, uh, does she have one foot on each pedal? Is she hitting? She's wearing like, the big, the... like, platform <laughs> shoes. So, so take your fucking shoes distracted. off. During her test, she's very distracted. <laughs> I took uh, my Birkenstocks off before I drove over here <laughs> earlier, like... <laughs> oh man, it's it's so good. I love all of that stuff. Now, um, the thing I noticed about this uh, time watching it was all the. I know that they like smoked a joint and stuff like that, but there's like a lot of drug talk in the movie that's really fast. My favorite one was like, um, well, the way that just Britney. Brittany Murphy at the beginning when you meet her is just so jonesing for like anything <laughs> and they're just like what are you talking about like they don't even catch up on like how much she just wants like you guys have pop. coke here yeah, have this coke is here. America <laughs> and somewhat and this is not related to drugs but like the other line of like she's like she says shit she's like shit I don't I've never had straight friends before <laughs> which I thought was really funny too which I don't think I ever picked up on um but yeah like the whole I remember when she's doing the the charity drive toward the end of the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, Breck admire the stoner gives him like the bong. Mm-hmm. I when I was like, when I first saw the movie, I had no idea what that thing was. <laughs> I don't think I did too. I, don't think I thought I, it was I just like some random pottery that he had like made out of clay. And he's like kitchen. Like, I went to the kitchen. She's like, that's where I kept it. And I was like, I don't know what that joke means. <laughs> I, I was like, pottery, okay, that's weird. That looks weird. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed the moderation message because Cher was right. like, oh, we don't, you know, you don't want to be like somebody who's lighting up every day, all day, every day. She's like, it's okay at a party. But I was like, oh, yes. yeah. look at, we're teaching everybody about moderation. This yes. is great. And he, you know, he <laughs> yes. ends up like getting, he ends up getting clean and completely clean and he's a skateboarder and Brittany Murphy likes all that. But yeah, I mean, it's got a, a fairly fairly like decent message about that you know? yeah it's not like glorifying the use of drugs in a team mm-hmm. right but yeah there's a there's a little bit of that um when we watched it i was telling you about the scene when it's paul rudd i think it's the turn of the movie when paul rudd and elisa are just hanging out and they're watching tv and they're watching Ren and stimpy mm-hmm. 
Great show. Great show. And they talk about existentialism, or it's so existential. And it's just like, do you even know what that means? Like, why? Does it sound like I do? <laughs> Super charming. You fall in love with her just a little bit. Aww. Um, but I was telling you that that was the clip that they always cut down uh, for the HBO commercial when it was going to air. <laughs> it was, And then they would not show Grand Stimpy. They would show, like, an HBO show, like, that was on. Like, it was, what? I don't know, Arliss. Seriously? Or, like, maybe it was just, like, I don't know what it was. They'd always, like, try to make it be, like, it was their Clueless is up next, or Clueless is starting on Saturday. Oh. But it was, like, they'd show, like, an HBO thing or something in there. Hmm. Yeah. I was super distracted by that scene because she was putting so many little clippies in her hair. Like our daughter does? Yeah, I was like, oh my god, it's such a Sawyer move. She put like six in. I was really, so you were talking, I was just like, how many clips is she going to put in her hair? Paul Rudd was watching. Don't you remember those little butterfly clips that everybody was putting in their hair back then? It was like a headband full of. Mm -hmm. I was but like, was how many can you fit? Paul, he wanted all of them. Um, I wanted all of Paul Rudd, so it's fine. Yeah. Now, you had mentioned that he, he doesn't age, and he doesn't. Mm-mm. But um, he, I mean, he does look a little bit younger. Yeah. He's a little smoother. Mostly because his face is like not filled it, out like an adult yet. Oh, yeah. That's that's that. The goatee scene is hilarious. Yeah. Because like, he's reading Nietzsche, and he's yeah. <laughs> like a goatee. <laughs> By the it's like cool. partial, a partial goatee. Uh-huh. Oh, it's so funny. Um yeah, you know, it's funny because Paul Rudd, he's hilarious and a great improver, but, like, the part is not, it's very much, like, full-on charming Paul Rudd mode. Mm-hmm. It's not like the, the kind of what he grew into as uh, oh, his yeah. career, but um, still works, I think. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think he's adorable, and he's, I mean, he fits the role well, but it, you're right. It's like, I mean, they didn't want him to show any no. strong personality. I mean, his, he was there to be her. Some other guys that auditioned oh. include Ben Affleck and <laughs> Zach Braff. Zach Braff, oh. that would have been a whole different thing. Oh, that would have been a romance with her Probably. That's true. Bromance. Ego! Imagine Ben Affleck. Was Ben Affleck 95? Ben Affleck. That would be really weird. Mm-hmm. I don't think this movie would age. Mm-hmm. Listen, there's no bigger Ben Affleck defender than me. But I don't know if that's a movie. I don't know no. if Clueless is as good as if with, with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck then... doesn't have the same kind of like just... Easy, charismatic, like, just, he's got, Paul Rudd has this easy charisma right. that just flows without, I, I mean, I think with very little effort on his part. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably just, that's who he is. And We're, I mean, I like, I don't mind Ben Affleck either, but I, I don't think that he. he Ben Affleck is very much like, he's in his own, his best performances have always been where he's kind of playing an asshole. He's totally. great at playing an asshole a little bit. Right. Schmuck. Yeah. I, he's, he taps into that or, well, whatever. I think he seems like a nice guy, whatever. But, um, he's you fine, know, I'm sure. like, he's, that's, he's better at. Whereas Paul Rudd never, I mean, I, I don't, I think there's been movies oh, where there he's has been, a been dick and Have not. you seen that movie on Netflix where he plays the creepy guy? Oh, fuck, what is it called? Oh, yeah. It's, it's that got, mute movie. Yes. Jesus Christ. He plays that, a real creep in that. He yeah, is a, a super movie. nasty creep in that. And it was very disconcerting for me because I nope, normally really you, you like. You watched it, Angie. You, you wouldn't care. Paul Rudd. And I it. did watch it? Yeah, it's because it's got. Uh, <laughs> it's upsetting. Not, not Suki, the other vampire. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, Eric. Eric. Was, oh, shit, what's his name? Alexander Skarsgård? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. him. He's, He's in that. What? Was that really? This. I feel like we good. recently watched yeah. it. He's well, like, it like Amish in the future. He doesn't talk. Not a great movie. His girlfriend oh, gets yeah. killed mm-hmm. it was by weird. Paul Rudd, and yeah. Paul Rudd's like got a Spoilers weird mustache. Whatever that called. It <laughs> was really good. I thought the movie was good. I liked that movie. You liked Paul Rudd as a creep? I don't think you liked that movie. Yeah, that was the name of it. I thought I liked that it was different. I don't think I liked the movie. Sorry to everybody. Garrett, is it Garrett? Scroll down. Who's the director on that? 
Duncan Jones. Oh, Duncan Jones, who made an incredible movie called Moon. Oh, that was a fantastic Sam movie. Sam Rockwell. And then he made the Warcraft movie, which was not good. I did not see that movie. Um, but then he made this, which was... It was... It's not that it was... I don't know. It's just it very... It was odd. It was odd. And sorry out there to anybody who just got spoiled, but I, I don't think there are very many of you, because... Is it even still on Netflix? Like, I'm sure it is. It, 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 well, that movie sucks you in with like what you perceive to be the Paul Rudd charm a little bit. Mm, he plays that at yeah. the beginning, and then it kind of and then he turn. gets creepy. Yeah, it's it's a strange. Mm, uh, I turn did not for like him. it. I like him, yeah. But I, anyway, I think he's. It's not much of a character, but it is doing what it needs to do in Clueless because um, there's a mm-hmm. lot going on. It never really focuses on anything other than Cher. What right. Did, what did you think about all the? You made a comment about the voiceover narration. This is a very heavy I voiceover. just made a comment that there was a lot. Is that... I mean, that's unusual now. We don't get a lot... Usually that's kind of frowned upon in movies these days. Voiceover narration. Or we talk about it as being a crutch. I was trying to think of, like, she's all that and they don't have did that. that. A little, little... I don't remember now. That was last year's uh, Back to School episode. Yeah, I think that... <laughs> it's, I think it's a common high school thing. Mm-hmm. I think high it's, school movie. I think it's really important to this movie because mm-hmm. you have to get into her head and her voice mm-hmm. and the better... You have that, and the more you get to know her character. It also contains the uh, single best uh, joke in the movie, in my opinion. <laughs> which tell. is just she's talking about the classroom or something in there, and then she sees a Snickers on the, the table. <laughs> Ooh, Snickers. And zooms in, she goes, Ooh, Snickers. <laughs> Ooh, Snickers. That's what I do when I see Snickers. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Ooh, so piece of candy. Yeah. Tyler, you're basically just like a conglomerate of movie <laughs> scenes and clips. I love Cher so much. Okay. Yeah, she was like my... I love. I she was a crush. She was just like a cool character. I just, I, I like it. And I think it's a great performance. Mm-hmm. I still think so. Now, I do have to. Okay. Well, with, that's the last thing I was going to ask about. Uh, is it who's the uh, not Elton because that's Jeremy Sisto. Mm. He's like obviously a creep because he always plays a creep, right? Yeah, he was a creep. Um, he's cute though. He me too. You know, he's me. He really goes after her and that. Yeah, uh, he does. That was very unattractive. I was like, go for it, girl. Punch him in the fucking face. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then. Um, the next guy, who's the guy? Uh, what's his? Who's the character's name that she falls for? Christian. 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 He's like a. Justin he's only there part Walker. of the year. Mm-hmm. And I. He, he's a very nice jawline. Yeah, he's a handsome fella. Um, I like how her dad makes fun of him after he's gone of like being part of the rap pack. Oh yeah, he, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he threatens to uh, put him in a uh, a shallow grave, mm-hmm. which I think I guess that's from Blood Simple. Like that's how Dan Hedaya bites it in Blood Simple, the oh. exact way that he describes. Oh really? Oh, this guy has not done much. He it's an interesting part, and it it definitely plays the fact that you're you're supposed to obviously think that he's he's gay, um, but you can also I, the movie does a pretty good job of like selling you that she would not mm-hmm. pick up on those things. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Well, especially, like, I mean, this is the mid-90s, and yeah, this might be Beverly Hills or wherever it is, but, like, this is the mid-90s. Like, people weren't coming out then, no. like, people are coming out now. No. I don't think... Not a, I mean, a little bit. Not even when we were in high school in 2000, no. 2002. And the movie's not, um, to its credit, it's not, that's not overly weird about it. No, it's not, Turk actually. makes a couple comments about him being, like, a... A cake or a, something. Yeah. Which but, is, eh, but then he just says he's gay and that he doesn't make a critical comment about yeah. him after that. Yeah, that's true, actually. And then, they're, and, then they're, and then she's friends with him. Yeah. And he stays, they stay good friends. Yeah. So, I mean, to its credit, at least it doesn't, and it, you do kind of feel for him. I think that when he, when he, when they have that date at their house mm-hmm. and she's really coming on and she falls uh-huh. off the bed, pretty funny. Yeah. Um, she, 
when he leaves, he like there's like that's it's a very short scene, but it's really sweet of just playing. You're great. Like we're friends. Mm-hmm. Like, we're friends, right? Right. But he like you. He sold that moment. Like he got he conveyed what was going on, even though she didn't pick up on that. Mm-hmm. She didn't get it in the right. moment, but you could pick up on it then. Well, I think they made him like instead. Of, so I think you have to differentiate between when a movie makes somebody a character who happens to be gay versus a gay character. Right. He is a character who happens to be gay like Mm -hmm. they didn't go overboard trying to be like making him you know super flaming you know the scene where ty is has those guys like holding her over the um over the The mall mall like they're gonna drop her from the banister and he like runs over and you know like gets in their face and stuff that's yeah i mean he's like it's that's not a stereotype that we would have commonly seen i feel like with um a gay character in like the 90s right Mm -hmm. i mean they didn't that wasn't the focus that was just like the oh ha ha funny Cher didn't pick up not like oh ha ha funny he's gay yeah they only like the only like trigger I think they use is very that's very 90s is that he becomes her sharp shopping partner right but I mean <laughs> I, but I you know it's yeah. not it's it's a little thing and she likes shopping so it just right like they're friends that's what she goes and does with her friends so right like, yeah I like that it's not um judging that in any way and it's just you're right it's a character that just happens to be gay and it, right. it's a plot point that he's gay and that mm-hmm. she doesn't he doesn't like her but right but it's not it's just that's that's not what's the fact that he's gay is not what's funny mm-hmm. the yeah. fact that she didn't pick up and you know it's right. like it's just there's a there's a subtle difference there but i think it's important mm-hmm. and then i like that the next big conflict and i remember see that's the thing that was different when watching it this time i remember Brittany Murphy's transformation and, like, their fight to be bigger than it is. Mm-hmm. But I really like how it's, like, a scene where they, like, kind of, like, get a little irritated with each other and shoot their mouths off. Mm-hmm. She's, like oh, high you're, schoolers You're do. just a virgin who can't drive. Oh, my God, that line is so <gasps> um, One of my friends literally just posted that picture with yeah. that underneath it, and she's like, I literally just said this to my 14-year-old yeah. <laughs> when he said something rude. That's amazing. You're just a virgin who can't drive. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's fucking but it, like, de- it really hurts her. Yes. But what I love is that it is, there's a couple things that happen in between that, but then they just see each other like a few days later and it's fine. Like, and they just I'm so apologize. Sorry. I feel so bad. I feel over. so bad. They hug, they cry a little, and then they move on. And they speak their truth about who they are into and it's mm-hmm. just it's I liked how it wasn't annoying and obnoxious. Mm-hmm. I was kind of dreading that part of the movie when I was rewatching it and then really like, Oh yeah, no, they handled this perfectly well. They handled it exactly how it should be. They cooled off for a few days and then they got back together and they said sorry and it was good. Yeah. And she's only upset with her for doing the kind of thing that she does herself, which is like hog the attention and like mm-hmm. tell a story that everybody wants to hear. And mm-hmm. she just realizes now that she doesn't need that in her life, which I think is nice. Because she has this big epitome moment, but I feel like you've already, it works because you're already there with her. Like you've already w- watched her do the growth. And so you're just like, oh, she's connecting now. It's not like this revelation that she's somehow better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this brother and sister thing. <laughs> what do we think about them? Well, it seems like they must have been... I mean, they make it sound like they were step-siblings for, like, a year. Not long. Fairly mm-hmm. recently. Now, this is based on Emma. Mm-hmm. The Jane Austen... Now, I forgive me for not remembering that. And we yeah. haven't even watched that Gwyneth Paltrow movie that we bought the $3 uh, DVD of. Do we of. even need to watch any Gwyneth But does it... I mean, is it a step... It's not a step situation, is it? A step... Like, she doesn't fall for, like, someone who used to be the... Oh, in Emma. Emma right? No, I, I don't know. remember, to be honest. Well, That's never been one of my favorites. Anyway. 
But what do we think about that? I mean, we can find it out. We are connected to the internet. Angela has a there's a, this. Angela has proof that this yeah. is a real thing. That this yeah. can happen. My uh, work wife. Don't say your name because Casey will embarrass her. Um, she married her ex stepbrother. Really? Mm-hmm. So like her mom and his dad. Let me make sure I got that right. Nope, her dad and his mom. Uh huh. Whatever. Yeah. They got married. Matter. They lived in the same house for a while where she would live, like, with stay with her dad, stay with her mom. Uh-huh. They were 13 or 14. Uh-huh. She totally got the hots for him when she was 14. <laughs> oh How and then, and then they sort of started dating even, like, then. It was just more, like, low-key. Oh. And then the parents uh, split up, and then they, like, seriously dated. And they've been married since. They've been married 20 years. Well, That's crazy. So they met well, when they I'll were tell you fourteen. What, the porn industry makes a lot of money off of this scenario. <laughs> um, I would say do tell, but I'm going to go ahead and say don't. Tell. I'm just saying I don't. There's there's a lot of just like it, it's got to be a thing because a lot of the just doing if you do some research. Oh, I'm not <laughs> on gonna, the internet. I'm not going to do that. Whatever, liar, lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that later. Oh, not right now. But I'm just saying like we've we've there's there's been some money made on this uh, this. Uh, this concept. Also, if this is not uncommon for movies, and it must—they're not related. They're not blood. They're not blood no. related. The Brady Bunch, even in those Brady Bunch live, and they made the movies. Mm-hmm. They played up that uh, 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 Marsha. Oh Bright yeah, stuff. It's not. I, no, it's they're not blood related. I mean, even if your parents remained together, I guess there's not. It seems weird to me, but I guess there's not anything wrong with it, technically. Well, yeah, who's to say? Well, it's like your mom and your dad. Your mom got together with their dad, and all of a sudden, yeah. just now, right. you know, I get right. that. So, it um, works. So, apparently, in Emma, the novel by Jane Austen, the love interest of Emma, the main character, is her sister's brother-in-law. Okay. So, sort so, of. Yeah, we're in some fashion. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same kind of land. Same kind of deal. Okay. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you watching it? So I'm all I've been all in on this movie. Still all in it. Love it. Mm-hmm. When you still guys, what all in? All in on it. Love it. Mm-hmm. When you watched it, were you like was did it hold up? Was it not as good? Or was it a date for you? What are the negatives? I feel like I've just been like I love it. Yeah. You must love it too. I actually, I mean, like I said earlier, I'm not super like discerning in my movie taste. Like <laughs> there's definitely some movies where I'm like, Bleh. but I don't you know like hate Meryl Streep as much as. Mm. She does. Don't bring or her any She's very good in so many things. Um, she should have played Cher's mom, and then they could have killed her in this movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, boom. Okay, sorry. Derailment. National treasure. Anyway. Meryl Streep, you still hate. She's going to be on our podcast one day, and we're going to have a good laugh. Oh, yeah. She's definitely going to be. Can I please be As there? Meryl Streep, okay. I am not convinced that Meryl Streep has ever done, nor will she ever do, a podcast. She's not even done Mark Maron. I bet uh, you. Probably. We'll find out. Angie's so, no, look, but, I mean, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Like I said, I'm not super discerning. Yeah. Um, it brought back some fun memories. I saw some things. I, I, I heard some lines that I maybe hadn't heard before or understood them where I hadn't um, understood them before. Like... Um, I don't often sit down and actually just watch a movie. Like I'm usually mm-hmm. doing something else. So the fact yeah. that I just sat down and watched it and like took notes on it meant I think that I was just I was just paying much more close attention. Um, I do think it. I mean, I think it holds up. I, um, I liked that. I do think it technically passes the Bechdel test, which I you know I mean she's not talking just about a guy the whole time. Yeah, I mean, he- as long as. You know, sometimes things like just talking about your hair and makeup 
that does. I mean, I feel like that's that. what high schoolers do. But exactly, they do talk it's about true. like want to do uh, charity yeah, stuff. Yeah, they do. People and yeah, yeah. I think it's. I I enjoyed it. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not. Yeah, I'm what not I, usually very critical, but I liked it. Yeah. What I can tell you is there's a couple podcasts out here. One okay. is What About Meryl? Well, that's where just a they podcast just watch about. a Meryl Street movie. <laughs> I do you think I can get on that podcast? <laughs> and they'll just like talk about it, and I'll just be like, "She sucks." Why don't you go troll time. their podcast? And just like give them a bunch of one stars. Like, no, oh, wrong take no, again. I'll give them She's five terrible. stars, but I will make those comments. <laughs> Because I don't want to, like, be awful. Bad take. I don't want to be, like, a Meryl Streep. Would you just write bad take in every single one of their comments? Oh, she's like, so good in adaptation. Bad she should just take. be called, like, the queen of humble brag. Oh, oh she's so wonderful. She does so that. wonderful. I'll give you that. She, I'll tell you what she's actually... You want, ooh, you want to know something she's actually kind of bad in? What? Is that Mary Poppins Returns? It's annoying. She shows up for five minutes, and it's the worst thing about that movie. All right, Fallon, it's time for Tea Time with Fallon. Ooh, oh. I don't get to play. I get to sit Tea out. Time with oh, Tea Time is where I fill up my coffee mug. All right. I'm drinking tea with this hot water uh, so I can drink some more. Well, now, hold on. Did you say that you... What did you have with your your thoughts on the movie? You've, you've said the whole, hardly anything this whole episode. Well, it's hard to get a word in. When you were just like masturbating over the whole movie the whole time, you're just like, I love it. I love Cher. I love Paul Rudd. I love her dad. You wish, I love everything. You wish you were Cher. <laughs> um, I don't know what that means. I don't think you would. Nobody does. No. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. I thought the freeway scene was the funniest. Oh my that was gosh. probably the scene I laughed out loud the loudest. Well, it's not like a it's the the comedy is all in the writing. It's it's, it's snappy. very witty. It's very it's like not meant ha, to be ha, laugh ha. out loud a bunch, but yeah, that mm-hmm. stuff's just broad, hilarious. Yeah, it made me sad seeing Brittany Murphy. She's yeah. good in this, and she's she she, she, she wasn't, wasn't always perfect, but she was good in a lot of stuff. I loved the character of um, the overalls. I feel like the overalls were their own character. <laughs> I loved that. You like when she fell down those stairs at that college party? Um, probably because <laughs> I could relate to that so much. Yeah. Because I'm that fucking idiot that's just like, whoosh, down the stairs. And then like, shit, did anyone see? Yeah. And she's like, no, no one saw him. And the very next guy, oh man, are you okay? That yeah. looked terrible. That guy was like that the was... oldest guy at the party. Oh, yeah. He looked like, like he was 40. Is, 40? is this well, a then, chaperone? And then she gets flanked by those like basketball, like Russian basketball players. I didn't players. get that it was like a frat party. I was Oh, that, yeah. Slow. It's an older kids party. That's all. I didn't know it was a frat party. It was party. Paul Rudd's friend. That's the actual Mighty Mighty Bostones though, right? Oh my god! Oh really? So I right? made the mistake at some point of telling Tyler that I liked certain types of music, <laughs> and now he just harasses me. Yeah, because you're into that mighty mighty Boston stuff as a high school. <laughs> He's kid. like, ah, you, you look like at ska. You like rock. ska? Oh, there's a trombone. You probably like that. Yeah, you do. You pick <laughs> trombone. You know, you're in your popular band music. <laughs> okay, since Fallon, um, every time we bring up the podcast, you mention how much I hate Meryl Streep. During tea time with Fallon, by the time I fill up my tea. Please share any good movies with Meryl Streep. Well, There's so many. by your just definition or mine. No, your definition is fine. Let's okay. see how many you can actually name. Um, I enjoyed uh, the Time's d- Up. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Go. 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 I enjoyed uh, The Devil Wears Prada. Fine, I really fine. like Mamma Mia. Oh. The first one. I, Get the I know, fuck out I of here. I know what you guys think, and it's fine. Um, I enjoyed the River Wild also. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Um, I actually enjoyed Sophie's Choice as much as you can enjoy a movie like that because sure. it's kind of awful, but I did like it. 
Um, I can't think of any yes, right now. Yes, that's right. You can't think She's of any. She's been any nominated for like 17 Oscars. Because I can't Oscars. think of any other movies at the top of my head. <laughs> Although I didn't care for that one that she won originally. Was that Mama Mia! I Get fucking love that when movie. When she won the Queen? Is it because you like the music? So you're like, Mama Mia. No, I like I'm the singing scenes. Along. I like all the ladies dancing around. You know what I've and... heard is that that sequel is not bad. I liked the Even sequel too. Even people that too. hated the first one, which I did not like the first one. And I, I like liked them both. I liked the girl. I wanted to Amanda like her more. Seyfried. Yeah, Amanda Seyfried. She's back. Isn't Meryl Streep only barely in the second she's one? She's barely, barely, because she's dead, basically. I bet your favorite part was how What's-His-Name was such a good singer. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce All of her dad. It's knocked me away with their I bet you skills. love Bridges of Madison County. Clint Eastwood. Um, I, not, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Uh, what else? What good. other ones? Kramer vs. Kramer is good. It's complicated. Iron oh, Lady. I liked that one. It's Julie and Julia. Oh, I didn't well, see that she's one. good in the park. Come on. Be nice. The Post. That was recently in good. I didn't the see hour. that. She's, made, she's very good in that. lots of things. I don't I, That's the thing. I don't think I've maybe even seen like that many... Uh, Movie well, she's been doing it for a while. Actually, I know she has. These, I'm like, yeah, I you know haven't even not. seen like half of them. Oh, like, she was in Into the, the Woods. I actually didn't. I she's love the witch and Into the Woods. Yeah, I love Into the Woods. Um, the play. I didn't love the movie, but I the tried to okay. enjoy it. I love the, the musical. I know. I do too. And I love the um, just the video of the Broadway version with Bernadette mm. Peters as the mm-hmm. witch because she's oh, so good. phenomenal. And I, I just really love that place. Yeah. So, I My love of the that musical carried over. I think the movie exactly. okay. It's solid. It's exactly. better than the Les Mis movie. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's oh, apparently she's in Big Little Lies. I didn't watch that. She's in the next, the second season of Big Little Lies. All right. Well, this is not a podcast okay. about Meryl Streep. <laughs> There's already one of those. <laughs> yes. So I was going to ask this. Who watched the Clueless TV show? Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Do you watch it a lot? Oh, yeah. Because it so, was on regular TV. That was weird because <laughs> it was Amy Herkeling, like, developed it for the TV. While Sean was on it as a co, like, you know, a little bit. But then Stacey Dash was on it. Donald Faison was on it. And the red-haired chick, Amber, is on oh, it. Oh, that red-haired chick's awful. Yeah. I think I might have seen the show before I saw the movie. But then Rachel Blanchard uh, is the actress in playing the share part. And I think that that's the key to the, the whole problem with that show. I'm sorry, but I have to mention one. I know we're, we're over the Meryl Streep thing, but Death Becomes Her. I fucking love that movie. That's a, that's a it's Bruce episode. Willis and Goldie Hawn. Mm, that's a future Meryl episode for okay. sure. Anyways. Has for to be one. Sure. Sorry. It's, been, it's been years since we've seen that. I fucking love that movie. But yeah, the, that show, Clueless went for a couple years. Like, there's like 60 episodes of this thing. It went a lot longer than, it need, like, than I thought it did. It was a TJF show, right? But it's, it's the... I'm, you know, Rachel Blanchard, I, I've seen her in other things, but this was, she was not as good as Alicia Silverstone, and that was the problem. This was not, yeah. it, that was really the Well, because the, the, I mean, like you said earlier, like, this is a movie about Cher, right? Like, yeah. there are side characters, and there are some great side characters, but when you take a movie that's fully about one character who does such a good job and is so iconic in that role, and then you make a TV show, and the only person that's not in it is that one character. right. It's like, yeah. and, and you basically take away her growth. Essentially, I know that she's like evolved, and that the Josh characters in the show too. But it's like they have to keep playing up the whole like we're dumb and we're ditzes. Mm-hmm. And yes, they are still that. It's not like they've they've grown in intelligence any more than they already are, and they don't like shopping or all that. But they've grown. Like right. they've gotten, they've become older, and they're on the, their path to you know eventually breaking up with everybody and going to college. <laughs> yeah, and because that's what you do, right? But you know, like. I would have been more interested in seeing, like, a clueless, like, the college years, if it was going to be a show, right? Like, say when Saved by the Bell did it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, just something that goes forward. Um, yeah. The director did originally 
want it to be a a TV show. Oh, it was developed yep. that and way. And then they were sh- and they it, challenged her to make it a feature. I film. think that it, well, it's not like a bad idea for a show. It's all and I look. I remember watching it. It was it clearly wasn't horrible because I remember well. I watched anything that was on TJF. You know. <laughs> TJF was if it pretty. was clocking in behind step by step. I was oh, tuning man. in. You know what I mean? Or Heck dinosaurs yeah. or whatever. I don't like that. Family anymore. matters. Family matters. Oh, yeah. They keep saying that home improvements is TJF thing, and that was mm. never on Friday. That was always on like Tuesday or Wednesday. I wish they'd stop with that shit. Don't call it TJF. Do you know our kids aren't gonna know that? What? That TV shows were on certain days. No, oh, yeah. they definitely They don't aren't. get it now. We're like, is that why isn't there a new MasterChef? Like it airs on television. We have to wait for it to air on they're like What does just, that mean? It just goes on Hulu. It's on they're Hulu. Like, when, what? Just get the Hulu. Turn the Hulu on. Did they add the MasterChef yet? I'm like, they don't add it until <laughs> your, after your kids are all into the MasterChef. I mean, yes. it, it, their conversations are so weird because they, they're always you can hear them like here's a six year old and a four year old like we should watch Curious George is that on Amazon or is that on is that on Hulu <laughs> is that on, no I think it's on Netflix and they're just like let's find out and they're like, I'm just like oh my god shit, we're at. Like, <laughs> yeah that's right we let the kids have free reign over the TV <laughs> they know to go in the kids profile not into my uh, I mean octopusy uh, Pluto TV <laughs> yeah. Elliot's only six but it's like only a matter of time before. We come out. He gets up. It's like like the crack acid dog. You can put parental controls on it. Yeah, yeah we're gonna have to. Oh yeah, he's a devious little fucker. He's gonna be like seven years old and Sneaking be like, I don't know how this show got on. It's gonna be like boobies and oh god. Yeah. It starts early for some boys. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna start early. He's a sneaky little shit too. That's for sure. He's um, a kid who you'll find like half a loaf of bread in his room and be like, What the fuck is this? And I'll be like, What? <laughs> It's hungry. What do you mean? Hungry. What is this? All right. So Clueless TV show, whatever. We're not even talking about it anymore. All right. Well, um, any final thoughts on the Clueless? No. I... If you had to be a character in Clueless, who would you be? Sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Tyler, you were so Rudd. funny. Paul Rudd so I could just be around Cher. <laughs> but if you are Cher, you would be around her because you would be her. Oh, I like that, too. I like that, too. She's wonderful. <laughs> what a great character. What a great performance. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to be the teacher in the beginning. Mrs. Gates. Yeah. She gets herself. She gets she glasses off. She seems fucking fabulous. She does, she's very, actually. She cares very much about she's the earth. She's super and bright. For, oh, yeah. Wallace Shawn's into her. Sean. Wallace Shawn, the actor, oh. you know, from Princess Bride and, you know, Rex the he Dinosaur. He looks exactly <laughs> the same in 1985 as yeah, he does Yeah. He and Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd have... He probably <laughs> looks better than Paul Rudd. I mean, in terms of just, like, he's always right. looked like that, right? They've been, like, I you don't know, know drinking said, the life force of somebody together. Have Wallace Shawn in person recently? Shit. Okay, well... Yeah. Have I ever seen Wallace Shawn in was person? Was he at the premiere for, of Toy Story 4? That would be the question, and you'd probably get a good picture who does, of him. Who is he in that? He's the dinosaur, Rex. I just yeah. said this. Oh, now I get it. I didn't know what you meant when you said that. He's Rex. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Um, I'm guessing this is a fairly recent one. A little bit of gray, but he still yeah, looks pretty I mean, much yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he does. He's looks just, good. yeah, a little grayer. Looks good. Love him. What an actor. Yeah, he's well, great. Well, Fallon, it's great having you on the show. Thank you. Is there a, if you, had to, if you were going to come back oh. on the show, is there a dream movie of this time period that you'd want to do? A dream, a, a, or something that you just you'd want to touch on? Oh, we'll I mean, put it in consider. We're not gonna maybe not do it, but <laughs> I mean, I'll definitely come back. Uh, I just was looking at your um, movie case over there, and I saw Hook, which yeah. is oh yeah, always a great movie. Hook is, is a daunting it, one. That's yes. Okay, I've said gonna... I loved Hook, and now Tyler's like, oh, oh really? Listen, do oh, you? Shoot, are we no, not? No, because and I listen. I mm. thought 
I I haven't done this because mm-hmm. I thought I loved Hook too, but from what I've heard, and I, listen, that movie I don't think has even been cracked open in mm-hmm. the years that we've owned it. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is with Hook is like it's not good, but you remember <laughs> that it was okay. But then that makes it even better for us to watch here, though, because we need to know yes. the truth. And I remember it really well, and then I kind of started thinking, I was like, oh yeah, I mean, I could see how someone might not like that, but I'm like, it's apparently like it's not, it's not good. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, it's a possibility, but some of them have to be dead. It's kind of like the Goonies hot take. (laughs) Well, okay, so I've... This is one of that I've thought would be entertaining to do is because I've never watched the Goonies. Oh, yeah. And so I know that a lot of people in our age group have this, like, incredible fondness for the Goonies. There's a divide. If you've not seen it, you may not enjoy that. Well, that's what I'm saying is that, like, I can watch it from the perspective of an an adult watching this movie who has never, ever seen it before and being like, this is actually a complete shit movie, you guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen, I like the Goonies, but I will say this. There's there's a lot of yelling going on in that movie. A lot of kids just yelling. Don't spoil it. just like, bah, bah, bah. Just that's like, what kids do. I, well, I know, but it's like, <laughs> just shh. that's what it seems to me like all kids do all the time because I don't have any. So anytime I see children, they all just seem to be screaming they, they, loudly at each other. Scream. They scream constantly. So. And like, that's what we did when we were little. This, this very episode of this podcast got interrupted by a screaming child. Yeah. Just saying. Stupid Marshall. <laughs> So that's Clueless, 1995. Clueless, 1995. You are listening to Old Millennials Remember Movies. You made it all the way to the end. Gold star for you. If you liked this episode, Fallon, where can people find you? They can't. (laughs) She's on the internet somewhere. She's somewhere. But if you like our web, you can go to our website where we're constantly updating content and responding to emails. Yes. None of those things are happening. One to two week delay. You know, we had our last episode was Fried Green Tomatoes. Uh And uh, (laughs) we haven't posted anything about that. I mean, it's on the website. You can listen to it. But it's it's not like we've been advertising it. Because we don't, I mean. It's fine. What are you going to (laughs) do? What are you going to do? You want to watch Twitter and tell people? No. You, you want to watch Steel Magnolias next? <laughs> Fuck, I can't get those straight. I man. love that movie. Oh my god, maybe we'll take a. I need a break <laughs> from because you watch Fried Green Tomatoes. Yeah, I I enjoyed Fried Green Tomatoes because it's a good movie. I liked it. I, I'm on record as saying it's a, half a great movie and another half not so good, but it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, I don't disagree. Okay, well, thanks for listening, everyone. If you liked this podcast, tell a friend about it and tell them to listen. Rank it five stars on Stitcher. I don't know what you do. Somewhere. Anywhere you, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Five stars. Everywhere you listen six, to podcasts. If you can give us six, give us six. Or ten. Don't mess around with any of that one, two, three, or four star bullshit. Yes. Five stars only. And if you Hurts leave us feelings. a comment, we read it. So you'll, you should feel special. Where? Read any comments? comment anywhere. I'm unfamiliar with what you're talking about. Any reviews are on our website, <laughs> Never Tyler, seen at oldmillennialsremember.com. Never seen any of that stuff. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we will talk at you another movie. As Woo! if. As if. <laughs> That's what people do. They And people end podcasts with, like, a, they either start a podcast with, like, a thing from the movie, or they end with a thing. We don't do that because we don't plan, but there, he did it. As if.